Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of It's About Bravo. I'm Zach. I'm Modesto. And we are back from our little summer break. As you've probably noticed, we haven't been releasing episodes in a minute, but we needed a little break. We needed like a summer holiday, but we're back and we are diving into everything. Bravo. So with that being said, let's get right into... That's my opinion! All right. So first thing that we want to talk about post-summer vacay for us is this news coming out of Orange County regarding casting. So... Obviously, we know that Miss Tamra Judge is back. She's got her little orange. The judge is back and drama is in session. As she said, that is a really fucking good tagline. I hope they let her like just like use that. I feel like it's like the, I don't know, the shock of it is gone. So she has to come up with another one, but that's really good. It's a really good one. So I'm like, oh, but whatever. I mean, Uh, Tamara has like honestly had like historically some of the best taglines. Yeah. Faith, family, and fitness are the only Fs I give. These days, faith, family, and fitness are the only Fs I give. (laughs) That was the one I was going to say. I mean, that one's iconic. And then, I mean, you got to bring it back to like, I'm still the hottest housewife in Orange County. Like you know, I don't like, want to get old. That's Vicky. <laughs> those are those are the best ones. I I quote that. I don't want to get old all the fucking time. Oh my god, that's um, the best one. They should have actually just used that for girls' trip. Didn't they use that for Vicky's? Or no, she says something. No, else. for Vicky's it was something about being nice and like it was a, it was like shady towards Dorinda. Isn't it? What is what's Tamara's about? Um, like being judged by God. Oh no, um, that's a Phaedra tagline. Is it? Yeah, that's one of my favorite. That is like literally my favorite tagline of all time, which is the only God can only God can judge me. And he seems quite impressed. Only God can judge me. And he seems quite impressed. That is oh, like, wait, t- that's what Tamara's was. I'm pint sized, baptized and highly prized. <laughs> that, that, that's so cringe when you think about it, but it is actually iconic, too. Oh, this one's even more cringe. My faith is strong and my ass isn't bad either. <laughs> I don't even remember that one. I mean, she was on for so long that it's like, there's so many in here. I just looked up Tamara's best tag lines. Yeah, I mean, she's got a hell of a lot. But so Tamara is back as a full-time housewife, which we are super excited about. And then the news just came out over the past week that Taylor Armstrong is joining the cast, which like we had said, like, you know, it's okay. The fucking whiplash that I got during that press release day. Okay. We like woke up. We like like, all found out that Taylor was coming back. They're like, Taylor is the first housewife to like jump franchises ever. Iconic. Okay. But they made it seem like she was full time. So we were all like, oh my gosh, like she's full time. Cause we had, we, we had been guessing that she I would think, be a friend. Yeah. And I feel like on this podcast, we can play it back. Like I feel like we've both been saying, like we were just counting her in our list of like, you know, like the new season housewives. Like she was in my, she was on my list for Especially sure. Especially after Girls Trip. Yeah. I think like, so too. I mean, the moment when she wound up that arm and she said, you little bitch. <laughs> we were like, like, oh, okay. I was like, give it to her, bitch. Give it to her. Give it to her. Give it to her. Um, but yes, yeah, so Taylor, they they announced that she's coming back, that she's going to be on Orange County. And they alluded that she was going to be full time. And everyone was like, oh, my gosh, she's going to be full time. Like, this is incredible. And then we thought, like, this was the cast, whatever. And then they go. And just to clarify, uh, she is a friend of the Housewives. 
Yeah, it was like, I think it was like Dave Quinn from People who clearly, I think it was just like clickbait, like click the article, she's full time. And then after they were like, just like, you know, want to reiterate, she's a friend of for sure. They're like, wait, what? Who tweeted, who who tweeted that Taylor Armstrong is also the first time, (laughs) the first housewife to be promoted and demoted in the same day? Like in the same 24 hours. I lived for that. I was like, that's fucking hilarious because it's true. But like, regardless, I think it would have been a lot to throw her in there and make her full time because we would have had to it would have been weird like we would have had to reacquaint ourselves with her home life even though it's like not i think bravo likes to think of the way that like not everybody watches every franchise so like how would they know you know so introducing her as tamra's friend from girls trip and then possibly i mean i think she's gonna earn the orange back in one season for fucking sure like come on now she's un hinged i mean that pillow face makeout with brandy i was like you're unhinged woman you're unhinged she's still as unhinged as ever if like girls trip showed us anything she is still the fucking same and girls like, trip she- was fucking seven days imagine like literally four to five months of filming she's gonna lose her shit she's not mentally stable enough oh no not at all and, and that's then, how like- i like my housewives and then especially if, okay, let's say like Vicky is like a guest in like certain things or certain scenes, like there's going to be, Vicky is not going to like t- Taylor after this like promotion. She's happy no. for, she's happy for Tamara, but then like working with Taylor and like knowing that Taylor is like more involved in the show than she is like, that's going to create that's, some. I mean, shit. she's a full cast member. Vicky will not be. Also, let's get into this. That makes two out of the seven ex housewives or ex wives club housewives um, back onto a season. It's like amazing. I love this audition process. Who's next? Get I love the audition process too, but like, <laughs> I mean, obviously, like, we want Brandy back, guys. I want Brandy yes. back more than anything. Like, there are two things that I want in this world. First, it's a Roni cast announcement. Second, it's a Roni legacy cast announcement. But that can just be, like, into one. And then second, second is I want Brandy Glambo back on Housewives. I'm hearing like, for Roni that, which we also talked about on the podcast um, earlier, back it up, rewind it, roll footage, whatever you have to do. But we did like, <laughs> we, rewind. Did about, we did talk about how that they're probably going to announce Roni at BravoCon. And I think it's looking more and more likely because yeah. it, just, it just does not make sense that it's taken this fucking long, especially, especially for Legacy. You got, you got like, I think Seven Legacy people. won't be announced at BravoCon. I think the new cast will be. I think yeah, we're going to find out Legacy beforehand. Because it's just like New York is not that big of a city to have the new ho- or the old Housewives filming and someone not pick it up. There's right. going to be... A, we don't know the new Housewives, so they could be filming anything. And if you live in New York and you know there is something being filmed every fucking day on every street and they use code names on th- on the street signs. It says, like, I mean, I just walked into Gossip Girl being filmed outside of my job yesterday. It's like, everything's being filmed. And it's like filming whatever project. So I feel like for the new wives, like it could be any show that they're filming. But for Legacy, like we know these women. It's like, if we see a camera and I see motherfucking Joe Zaron on Fifth Avenue, I'm going to know what's tea. But like, okay, I had a dream last night, which is so unhinged. It was like... (laughs) Tell it to us. Okay, I'll tell it to you. Zach one time dragged me for a filth and he was like, you're 30 years old. Like, why are you sleeping past noon? And I was like, okay, I only sleep like till like 1130 noon on my days off. And it's because I take a lot of melatonin 
Okay. Uh, but I had a melatonin induced, induced dream last night because uh, Thursday is my late day to go into work. So I was like, let me get a little rest in. I dreamt that I walked onto the set of the new Roni filming and I was like, what are they filming? And it was like, I saw the sign and it didn't say Roni. It just said like reality TV show X or something. And I saw motherfucking Julia Fox running down the street. And I said, bitch, is this Roni? And this guy looked at me and said, shh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, ah! And I just like, in my dream, I remember like, texting our group text and then just like okay and then in the dream i remember going live on instagram with you and being like we have to go live on instagram i don't care where you are we have to go live on instagram we went live on instagram and that's how this podcast and our instagram page blew up because we were the first so like all the traction came to us everyone was like they break that julia fox has joined the new roni it was a full dream i woke up in a sweat could you imagine if this actually comes true though like you might have a gift no, I might have a gift because I have been I have been told people who know me know that I have I am a spiritual crystal girl. I have gifts. I I actually do retail on stuff. Anyways, besides the point. Um, if I fucking break this news, I'm gonna be looking out the rest of the fall and the rest of summer. Like, if I break this, this will be like our big break, guys. Guys, <laughs> and when I say our big break, I mean your big break too, because you can say that you've been along for this podcast when we had like 2.5 listeners <laughs> one year ago, and it was just my friends and you two out there and Army Hammer in the fucking Cayman Islands. That Army Hammer in the Cayman Islands. Ah, that's literally it. See, I I really do want. <laughs> I, I want Julia Fox on Roni. I want Julia Fox on Roni. Like, I know we say this almost every episode, but just like the fact of like watching her Instagram videos, the fucking fact that she was full pussy, bald pussy to be exact, bald pussy out with Christine Quinn and Amelia she Gray. Just gives me, she just gives me cuckoo crazy. She gives me like Kelly Ben Simone, you know? Like She, she does, gives but me then like, she also is like down to earth and real and like normal. Yeah. Which is wild to me. I'm like, okay, I don't know. There's just, there's a lot of layers and factors to that woman. There's the kid and there's the, she's divorced, isn't she? Or she has a baby daddy situation. There's a lot to unpack and I would like to see it. And I'd like to be the one unpacking it every night. And I am re-watching fucking Roni season eight right now, which is arguably the best season of Roni. Second best. I think season 10 is probably the best, but I'm re-watching it. And it's almost like Jules energy. Like I'm like, there is so much to unpack in that little crazy woman there was so much going on there you want it crazy well you got it now you want it crazy well you got it now (laughs) i'm sorry i can't i can't help they need somebody to go home first (laughs) change your costume mimi Uh, we can't we can't keep doing we can't we can't you guys hate us like literally every time that if one of us quotes that monologue or that scene, we can, we fully can go. We in. Fully, fully go into it. We'll just go on for like the whole two minute and thirty seconds, however long that clip is. But race, race. <laughs> Ooh, not Locks. the fracking. Not the fracking. <laughs> oh God, unhinged. Anyways, um, let's get into. So we still got some more things to cover in Orange County. So like right now, everyone is trying to figure out what the rest of the cast is. So like right now, the cast is looking like. Heather DeBrow, Shannon Bedore, Emily Simpson, Tamara Judge. Gina is like apparently. Her role, like, yeah, her role is still. Her role mark. is like uncertain. It's like it's either she's going to be full time or she's going to be a friend of. Like they haven't really decided yet. Apparently, um, Alexis Bellino is in contract negotiation. So she could either be also full time or part time. So like we don't know there. I mean, has they ever been this many friends on OC? No. There has been friends before, but they've been edited out. Like, do you yeah. remember that? Do you remember? Do you remember? This is a deep cut. Do you remember that Katie woman who was like Christian and she was friends mm. with Heather Dubrow mm. and she was only in a few episodes and they cut that bitch out? 
Yeah, and she was supposed to be full time, wasn't she? She was full time, but I think there was like a there was like an arrest situation or something with the husband. It was like shady. Oh, the and then there's like Danielle, like who was supposed to be full time but was edited out. There's the lesbian that was supposed to be full time edited out. <laughs> Not the lesbian. The but yeah, lesbian. no, I know everyone that you're talking about because I was thinking about that too because a, a clip came up and that Danielle girl was there and like she was there during the both scene and everything yeah i'm like this girl is a fever dream man like she that, like, did that's she even how exist? Long OC's been like on. you know like there's certain things in the bravo world where i'm like did, did that happen did that happen i don't even know if that happened or not you know like I honestly, at this point, like Cedric to me is a fever dream from Beverly Hills. Cedric, like that man oh is God. a fucking fever dream. No, he's not. He's just Sergio reincarnated with plastic ah! surgery. <laughs> no, honestly, T. But yeah, so that's the OC casting updates right now. There are apparently like maybe two new girls. Like we don't know. Yeah, so- Tamara and Shannon have both said on their podcast, or uh, Shannon said on SiriusXM, Tamara said on her podcast that there are new girls. Um, and Megan King Edmonds is taking over for Tamara, right? If I'm not mistaken. For the podcast? For the podcast, yeah. For two teas in a pod. Oh, I think so. I'm pretty okay. sure. And there's rumors that Megan is going to film as a guest. I don't know if she can be a friend if she's filming the podcast. I mean, she could be. Does she uh, live but- in Orange County? I thought she lived in like St. Louis or something again. I don't know where that woman lives, but she on the other day, on, <laughs> the other day on Instagram reels posted the most fucking vile, disgusting hamburger slider recipe I've ever seen in my oh life. Oh my God. I saw that. Did and I guess <laughs> I was jail. like, jail. I was like, no, cause I was watching it. Cause that shit kind of like pops up on my, like, you know, cause now Instagram is just like a hodgepodge of mass, you know? Yeah. So like, well now it's not anymore. They took it away. It's um, out of beta form. Mine is still yours is still like TikTok. Yes. Oh, mine isn't. They, and I think I was one of the first. You remember, I texted our group. I texted multiple group chats, guys. And I was like, guys, my Instagram is literally TikTok. What is going on? But that reel, I only I got sent that reel from friend of the show, Maggie, who said this woman needs to be put in jail <laughs> for this recipe. And I said, well, no, like I watched it because like that, I get cooking shit like all the time or whatever. And I saw it and I've seen people do that before. Like, but it wasn't like hers was horrid horrible like, it looked they, like, like the meat was still pink they like i mean like in the other ones that i've seen like they put the meat on a sheet they like season it or whatever and then they bake it oh, and baby, then there br- was no there was no seasoning no and salt they, no pepper and then they bring it out and then and then they put the cheese on it and it, the cheese melts you know and they like she cooked she full-blown cooked it with the cheese on who who does that like and i'm gonna say something right now i'm gonna say something as someone who's been poor in my life um Babe, that was government cheese. That was government cheese. <laughs> that was one oh, absolutely 000%. like fully government cheese. That shit had water is the first ingredient in that cheese, <laughs> not milk, baby. Ew, it looks so good, and I was like, "You're giving that to your child." Like she passes the plate to the child. I was like, "Call Child Protective Services right now." Call right now. now. Okay, maybe you know what? Maybe Jim Edmonds was right. <laughs> maybe he was right. All <laughs> take them kids away <laughs> from her. <laughs> no, but honestly, I, Megan is truly. Someone posted on Twitter the other day and was like, "Abolish these type of housewives," and it was Leah McSweeney, uh, Kristen Takeman, and Megan King Edmonds. And then someone commented, "It was like blonde white women because these women have nothing in common." They have I was like. In comment, no, there was another one. I saw that there was another one in there that made no sense. Oh, it was Carol Radzowell, Cynthia Bailey. Um, 
who else was there was like two other ones in there that I was like literally no sense but Megan to me is such an underrated housewife like obviously we all know the detective stuff but there's those scenes like when she fought for her goddamn life at that last reunion that she had up against Lydia she was like I'm going balls to the walls bitch and you the little Christian over there is the one that's getting the wrath like Megan is a good housewife argue with me if you want she's a good housewife no like okay I did not really there's a couple housewives that have aged well um and the all ones that I like that you didn't at first not all of them not all of them I mean all of them Mortimer is gonna about to come out of your lips uh, (laughs) no all of them like no anyways whatever not all of them are housewives that you liked that have transitioned into like being a great housewife some of the ones that you like still are not good like I I will stand by Kristen Takeman isn't a good housewife she would be a nice cute little friend of but she's not I mean, a good housewife. She was Sorry, just pretty. I liked her. I know you like pretty. We get it. We hear you. <laughs> okay. Like I, we, we don't need to like recap that anymore, but, Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm like a fucking Portia and Dorit stand. I like pretty. Yeah. But, but, Dorit's but they're a actually a good housewife. housewife, but okay. So it's Portia. Don't watch your mouth. And so it's, no, I'll, we'll talk about Portia in the Atlanta segment. Cause I want to talk about Portia in the Atlanta segment. Cause I okay. do have some opinions on this Portia. And you will agree with me. Trust okay. and believe. Um, there's a lot that we're going to fight about tonight, but it's not one of them. <laughs> it's, it's, a Porsche Williams, it's not one of them. Also, speaking of Portia, we're getting sidetracked here, but I want to talk about the girls trip season three stuff that's gone on. Like the alleged Leah leaving early. Wait, I was wait uh, before you get into this. I want to talk. I want to just mention my favorite Megan King Edmonds moment that has made me like, okay, really like her again before we get into girls trip three, because we're going to get into girls trip three. But I do want to say that the clip, from the sushi dinner where Heather is going crazy and is like, you need to leave. And then, and then Kelly is like, what are you like? The, the boss? And, and, and Megan just goes, oh. good person at heart. This behavior is not acceptable. Leave. Eve, what are you like the boss? <gasps> Who? That's my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> that is my favorite part. It is just when Megan's Megan's little gasp. It is so. It's funny. also I, like that. I kept um, rewinding it, rewinding it, rewinding it. She's like, <gasps> "What are you like, boss or something?" It's just, <gasps> There's <laughs> that uh, moment so of sure. Megan going around on Twitter where she's like, "I I like Tamra," and it's just like, a, and she has like the band the headband on that I think it looked like she was wearing a wig. It was, mm. I, I like Tamra. Yeah, so do we. Her choo choo train hat. Remember when she was like. When she came back for like, yeah. <laughs> like a two episodes that one season. I feel yeah. like she's always just been like floating around OC waiting for a call. Waiting for a call. Hey, hey, did you fire somebody yet? <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, think, hey, did you demote anyone? <laughs> I do think that OC Bravo is going the route that they did with Jersey this season where they're throwing like nine women into the mix and then like seeing who lands. So um, I just want to say something like, Good transition, man. Because we're about to talk about Jersey. T. T. Great transition. So, yeah, Jersey, allegedly, the rumor that's going around is, this part isn't a rumor, but Charissa's wedding is this weekend, and it will be filmed as a spinoff. Jersey just filmed their finale party yesterday, and the rumor is that there is seven housewives for the first time ever, and then two friend ofs, because Teresa will be leaving after this season and then continue on to do her spinoff. Or she might, I've also read that she might do like a little kind of what they offered Tamara, maybe like two, three episodes next season. 
do a goodbye. And then that's why they're having so many wives on to see who sticks. But I mean, apparently people have stuck because this Danielle and Rachel are now full time. Jackie is officially a friend of it's being reported by tons of the blogs and the streets are talking. And listen, I'm okay with it. I don't know what happened this season. So I don't know what um, X, Y, and Z did or this, that, and the third, but I can't talk. I mean, sorry, Jackie, but I, I just feel oh, my heart breaks for Jackie. I love Jackie. I know everyone hates her, but I like her. Like, I don't know. It's just something about her. Like I like, and then she also brought it last season. So I don't understand what the demotion is for, but you know what? If we're going to get a, I mean, Jersey, she I'm was kind of the weakest link. Oh, I know you're going to say Melissa, but there's no way they're demoting Melissa, you know? I know, but and honestly, they should have demoted fucking Dolo. If they're going to demote anybody, I thought Jackie Delo- deserved Dolores spot for sure. Is that controversial? Yeah, but no, but not. Yeah. Yeah. But I, Jackie, but Dolores has Frank and Frank is blah, 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 blah. It's like, I get it. It sucks for Jackie. She's still a full-time cast member. Basically she's been in every, she'll be in every episode. She was on all the cast trips. She's at every she event. She was at everything. So she's pretty she, much tons of solo dinners. Like I'm, you know, not solo, but solo with like Melissa and Marge. Like, you know, it's like, whatever. It's an emotion, but not, nah, it's like a Marlo to motion. She ain't going nowhere. Yeah, I don't think she's going anywhere either. It's like, um, I feel like honestly, that's probably like Marlo or Sutton are like the most like friend of full time wives you can think of in recent history. I'm trying to think if there's any other ones. There was like Camille for a few seasons there where she was really kind of like around a lot. Like in yeah. that season where she like really defended Brett Kavanaugh and we pretend oh. that that didn't happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I know what it's like to be on (laughs) national television and be called a liar. You know that that season one reunion was playing on loop in her head during that moment. Loop. She was like, they're going to call me pernicious. Pernicious. (laughs) And then when the reunion came, she tried to take off the dress and she called. I just posted that clip on the Instagram where she was like, Erica, and then she was talking to Dorit, and she was like, I, I mean, Dorit, and Erica's like, I'm right here. <laughs> That's one of my favorite, like, walk-offs. Oh, that iconic. The fact that she started stripping herself naked, and she was like, I'm done with all of you. Okay. Camille Grammer is an icon, a legend in the motherfucking moment. And I would love to see her back, too, and I would love to see her on a girl's trip. I think that she honestly should have been on the last girl's trip, and she should be on any girl's trip for the future. If yeah. they're going to do another ex-wives club, throw Camille Grammer on and let her earn her diamond again. Camille and Brandy are like fucking oil and water. And I want them on the same screen. A hundred, a hundred. There's no way those two are not, they're not making up. And also Camille fucking hates Dorit, fucking hates Rena. You know, she fucking hates Kyle. <laughs> I want her. They have oh. never liked each other. I don't care. Like how, like, I can't believe that Kyle was in her wedding. Remember that? Okay, because they had to... Okay, because that season, they had to pretend... Camille was such a full-time friend of that they had to pretend that someone was her friend. I think they were like, literally like, you'll get back on the show if you put Kyle Richards in your fucking wedding. And she was like, done. And then they didn't do it. (laughs) Could you imagine like hating a bitch so much and then you put her in your wedding and now those pictures are like forever. Forever. After her goddamn house burned down? Are you kidding me? Oh my God. Or that scene where they were so dramatic and Kyle opens the door and Camille like comes from like the ground up and she's like... Hi, Kyle. I like one of my favorite scenes is when they're at the beach house and Camille is like skipping with her hands behind her back and like shoulder checks like Dorit or Erica or whoever she 
that, oh my god yeah that was the whole fight about erica's like menstrual cycle yeah the period and stuff she's like, I have to go a- get a hotel and they're like what the hell yeah like okay anybody who wants to fucking complain about beverly hills we went through those times bitch we yeah those times we went through teddy teddy's fucking sad little malibu house that had maybe two bedrooms and no air conditioning and erica bleeding on her fuck on the bed we went through that guys please we- we went through a lot. Oh my gosh. I have a lot to say about Beverly Hills right now. So we'll get, we'll save that for the B, the BH segment. Um, but anyways, uh, with speaking of girls trip, we have the uh, girls trip tea that like, you know, all the girls are there. Well, they were there. They were filming. They're done filming now, but like, did Leah leave early? Like, that's the big question here. That's a big question because obviously the question, the video in question is Portia's Instagram reel where she posted all of the women dancing along to like some fucking TikTok song. And Leah was absent from the video. And then, you know, me crazy that same day, I'm checking Leah's Instagram story, like a madman, And she posted from what looked like, flight so did she leave a day early or a lot of people were also saying that filming was just done at that point and she like didn't want to be part of it she left also notably Portia did not tag Leah or Candace in her group photo so like what's the the team mama the girls are fighting yeah and I mean I was checking her Instagram like crazy and I was like okay is Leah did she leave early did she not leave early but like I said there's rumors that like the cast had just the trip had just ended and she was not part of the video and left that same day but who knows i'm excited for it like i i know a lot of people were like giving this cast shit but i'm fucking here for it like i was too like i was like a little bit hesitant but then once i saw them together i was like i don't care like i literally don't care like it's like as long as you get like the any like group of those housewives like together like and that's and all those housewives are housewives that i like that are like strong yeah i mean the only person honestly like I think I know everyone like hates Leah and that's who they would choose. But like who I would choose not to have on there is Heather Gay. Yeah. If Lisa Barlow was on that cast. Yeah. Lisa it would have elevated Barlow, it. It would have elevated it. Like just seeing Lisa Barlow and Portia in a room. Like, are you fucking kidding me? And it's not uh, that I don't like, I like Heather. I do. But like, she's just a certain type of housewife. You can't have too many like, like, uh, you know, women of reason or like the you know, like i feel yeah, like but she's a two- fraud <laughs> she's a fraud woman of mo reason. hates heather gay get it out there mo does not like her no what did i mean when mary was just dragging her all season i was living she doesn't even know she looks inbred <laughs> such a fucked up read that's such a fucking bad read i mean no it's a good read but it's like fucked up it's, it's like, so fucked up or when she was like uh well not i mean when she called her chubby that was just rude but when she told her that she's like gets drunk all the time and she's like you always have to have somebody drive you home you're always drunk Heather. <laughs> <laughs> somebody's always I am gonna miss home. i am really gonna miss like mary's like random outbursts of like get her on a girl's trip with like the head like she's always she was always like this you know like she's always like little girl you look in red go go (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) i mean her coming for jenny 24 7 i miss salt lake i know you posted on the instagram like bring back my girls allegedly allegedly don't come at us if it doesn't happen but the trailer should be dropping in the next month I've yeah, heard, that's what I've heard too. And I've heard Potomac is like in the next two weeks. Yeah. So, because oh, I was so thinking, excited. 
you guys, you know, we're like professionals here and we go over scheduling and we're trying to figure out our lives in this podcast. And while we were doing that, I got accosted by a woman on the street the other day. So we're literally going over the podcast schedule. And in my brain, I'm like, oh my God, like what's next? Because we are in right now such a heavy season, Beverly Hills, Atlanta, uh, Dubai, and Girls Trip just ended. I'm like, literally what is next? And then I'm like, oh fuck, what's next is like Salt Lake, we have Potomac. Like, those are heavy Miami. hitters. Miami. Oh, my God. I didn't even fucking think about Miami. I forgot I about them. So excited. Holy Miami. shit. Miami. <laughs> that was a part of the break. You just mentioned that post. That was a part of the break. I know. Girl. I didn't even like, think about them, though. We also just found out that Queen Icon Legend Alexia follows us on Instagram. I, I don't know how we missed that. You guys. Okay. We missed that. Kathy Hilton follows us on Instagram. MJ from Shaw's follows us on Instagram. And Alexia follows on Instagram. And the only way that we knew this was because my sister called me and was like, do you know? I was like, no, I don't know. <laughs> I really fucking don't. I was literally on my couch eating Chipotle. And I was like, I know now. No, yeah. I was like, oh, but and, well, first Mo sent us like the Kathy Hilton thing. And I was like, okay, no wonder she keeps commenting on our shit like randomly. Uh, but like, I was like, okay, who else? Let me just look in here. And then I found Alexia and I was like, my my Latina queen. Our my cu- my Cuban Barbie doll follows us. Later. I just was like, <sighs> I'm just so excited to see like her interact with any of the other women. And like, it's just going to be so fucking good. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, I can't wait. Well, that is... That's my opinion! Now let's get into our Real Housewives of Beverly Hills recap. The set actress in Lisa never leaves her body. It would take an exorcism to get the soap actress out. Come after me as much as you want, but do not bring up my children or my husband, period, end of story. Okay. And if you do, I will come for you till the end of days. Okay. If you come for my husband and kids, I will hunt you down. Is everyone clear? Yeah, we're clear. Is that a threat or a promise? It is a fact. No kids allowed. No kids allowed. No kids. All right, guys, let's talk about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Obviously, we haven't recapped a Beverly Hills episode in quite some time. So we are going to first rapid fire our opinions on some of the last couple of episodes. Mo, tell me what you think. I think Asher is gay. (laughs) (laughs) No, well. No, no. I think Erica probably misses the spotlight. Oh, she won't shut up. It's awkward. I mean, I can replay. I replay that clip at least once a day. The shoo, shoo. You can't read those, girl. You can't read those, girl. Kit, kit, kit. Kit, kit. 
<laughs> he sounded like Leslie Jordan. No. He, he did. He did. Shoo, shoo. You can't read those, girl. Girl, you was, can't read those. And it was G-W-O-R-L. Oh, it was girl. Girl. Also, when, or it was either Leslie Jordan or Saucy Santana, the way they say girl. Um, <laughs> when Diana was walking down the stairs in that Balenciaga bog on, he was like, girl, that dress is fabulous. So I'm like, what? <laughs> fucking homosexual okay my favorite um part from the recent episodes is so you say that i know so you say that i know very good friend to whom i am loyal to the end so you say that i know so you say that that i know so you say that I know. So you say. So you say. <laughs> like, I quote that, like, every day at work. Every day that at work. Is, someone says okay, something, they're that like, right there is Housewives canon. That is, like, yeah. full camp. That is what we watch this show for. It is just it, chef's kiss. Chef's and that kiss, whole that, fight going back and forth. Nothing. So you say. That I know. It's just, like. Those are the housewife sit downs that I live for. Like that is like going in the in the books of like you know the oh, Cynthia Bailey sure. Porsche one. Like the you know like those kinds of like housewife sit downs are the ones that I live for. Okay, but this really. season of Beverly Hills has been giving us a lot of old school housewives two person dinners or two person lunches, and I love that kind of stuff because you know you know we always fight on this podcast and on the Instagram and Twitters we always are like group scenes, group scenes, group scenes. But like this is old school housewives because everybody has connections there doesn't need to be a group scene every episode right because unlike a salt lake city where i was like okay why is there not a group scene in the first five episodes of season two there's enough history there's enough connections here to where there doesn't need to be but right. i am living for these little two people housewives fights also i mean we cannot go an episode without talking about dorit's so chic really very chic whoa wind <laughs> chime <laughs> Stop it right now. Wow. Amazing. It's very chic. So chic. Really very chic. You factored this and designed wind chimes. Can I just say that is the chicest wind chime I've ever seen. (laughs) Oh my God. Amazing. Amazing. It stays hot and cold. Wow. I just like how she's like eating and she's like, so chic. (laughs) I mean, I guys... I, lo- I, mean, I fucking love Dorit Kemsley. There are so many, I have in my notes so many times about how iconic she was this episode. I think the fact that we had like three less cast members this episode with Kyle being gone, Crystal being gone, and Kathy being gone, Dorit really got to shine. <laughs> and we really I got to I also like don't get the hate for Dorit. I don't either. Like in season seven, yeah, I understood. I mean, we all hated her. Like, but like, but like, I would kill to have that Dorit back, to be honest with you. But I love like campy. Goofy, I don't even sweet, need that Dorit. Like, Dorit. I need, yeah, I need campy. I need this Dorit. I need campy. I need like just blatantly lying about the DUI Dorit. Like I need that <laughs> Dorit. Like did that DUI was such a fucking lie. Okay, they paid them off. Please, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys, you know us here. We truly believe that they were robbed, that whole thing. There's no denying that on this podcast. Others, maybe this one, no. But if I know one thing to be true is that man paid off the LAPD. He absolutely did. For sure. Yeah. There's no, that fucking, is... 
they were like, now let's get down to like the specifics of it. He blew a 0. 0.70. Like what? Bitch, no, you're lying. The cops told you that. The cops told you the numbers both times. So you think that they're lying about the DUI? I believe he was a little boozy. Got pulled over. They put took him to the station. They're about to. They served him his Miranda rights. Uh, they're about to arrest him, and he said, "What's it going to take to make this go away?" And they said, "How much you got?" And he said, "I got about thirty k." And they said, "There's the door. We're going to drive you home." McDonald's on the way. Oh, I stopped at Jack in the Box just the way fucking Jennifer Garner stopped at Jack in the Box before she took Ben Affleck to rehab. Look it up. <laughs> a moment in pop culture history. T. <laughs> <laughs> do you not? Do you, do you don't think that they like paid them off? No, I do. I yeah, for sure. There's no fucking way that that man was literally. And then they were like, Kyle was like, yeah, it's just like a glass or two. Like, okay, shut the fuck up. He's a fat ass. You think that that big man had one also, or two glasses of wine? Also, I, yeah, fucking... he can drink too. He's a big you know? guy. Hey, listen, stop being so hard on my PK. That's my, I, that's my bubba. I bet you fucking got so wet next, the next uh, preview for the next episode with his new veneers. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like one of them fucking teeth, them fucking Hillary. No, you teeth. know what? I like that British teeth. Ew, uh, the no fluoride. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, okay, well, let's get into this episode, you guys. So this week, um, we open up with Rinna. Rinna is going to have a little wine tasting for her Rinna Rosé, which is like a callback to the Provence trip because she was saying like, I'm going to do a Rinna Rosé. I'm going to do this. You know, Rinna is a branding queen, okay? You guys got to like give her credit where credit is due. Like, do they all land? No, but she puts in an effort. She does. I heard that the Rena Beauty, I heard the lip stuff's really good. Yeah, I've yeah, heard that too. I and mean, you, know, you and you know what? Rena Rita had a nice ring to it. It did. And you know, the best thing she sold is those two daughters off to Scott Disick. Like, <laughs> come on now. He has sold those kids more than she has sold fucking dusters. Uh, and her mom, when she put, when she used the lipstick thing after Lois's too death. Too far, too far on both yeah. your end and her end. You for bringing it up and her for doing it. Sorry, <laughs> someone had to say it. So you know we're gonna report on everything. I'm sorry. Her daughters actually are though. Like I think that like Amelia is like becoming a cool little fashion girl, and I think the other one's like hot. And I like watched a very long TikTok of them going to Starbucks the other day, and I watched all three minutes. Amelia was really nice. I met her at Coachella one year. She's really you did, sweet. and now she's a totally new face. She's she's oh. with, with bald pussy Julia Fox. And you know what's crazy? When I met her, she was like 16. That's we were nuts. like at a party with like open bar. Everyone was like, yeah, she was oh, like, for sure. She, she now like, she has she a was... whole, like she has, she did the opposite of Bella Hadid. Like I think Bella Hadid went for like hot and Amelia went for like edgy and like very much. Um, If you're from New York, she's giving like strong Bushwick vibes. If you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Like super strong. And I mean, it's good work, honestly. Very she looks good. Energy. Very the other energy. one is so hot though. I think that Delilah's like. Delilah's gorgeous. Gorgina. Gorgeous. She was at the party too. I could like see her in the distance, but she's she's a little bit more intimidating than Amelia. Amelia's like a little, I feel like Amelia's like, oh, I could just like go up and kiki with you. And like Delilah's like the girl that you have to like break the ice with, you know, like you have to like. Totally. You know, I don't know. And but, oh, you can't forget about that hot ass man that she was with. Uh, I still follow him on Instagram. Elijah, a lot, maybe. 
That is so your type, girl. That oh my god, if I could fucking like mold a man, that is my type. That is that is to a T Modesto's type. Oh, he's just so hot. And the way he dresses is so good too. Like this, like the laid back, easy breezy style. I'm getting wet just thinking about it. Let's move on. Also, <laughs> I, I do want to say that when Rena FaceTime Dorit and Dorit, she's like, Where are you going? Dorit was like, Work. She was in her confessional. She was in her oh, confessional look. Yeah. yeah. She's going to fucking film the confessional. She's going to go yeah. cry uh, about the robbery and stuff. <laughs> no. She was. That's the confessional look. That was the confessional look. I'm a fucking great confessional look. The second best of the season. The first best is the Dolce & Gabbana Medieval Times top. I mean, top 10 I mean, confessionals for me. Period. So good. Um, so we get the Sutton scene. Waylon! Waylon, stop! Waylon! The that dog. <laughs> that dog and that gay little fucking assistant who we've seen every episode. He has made sure that that camera, he's like, camera on me right on, over here. He's like, camera, I'd fuck him for like tea for sure. Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. He's cute. Not my real, not super. Not, not your groove. No, no. He ain't no Elijah. He ain't no. Uh-uh. No, he's but no like, Elijah. But he's like, okay. So like, there's like, with my type, there's like different like tiers. I feel yeah. like I feel like there's old daddy type tier. And then there's like stocky white guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Why'd like, you have to say it like that? <laughs> because I know your type, bitch. It's acts like Sam talking to a new boy. And I'm like, can I see a picture? Stocky white man, about 27 years old. Every yeah. time. <laughs> Between 27 to 29. <laughs> oh, every time. You could have you could have pick him in a lineup. <laughs> like, but Josh falls into that category. And I feel like yeah. the accent might bring him up a little bit. Like he's cute. Yeah, he's like, he's a cute, he's a cute gay. Yeah, beautiful gowns, I think, for sure. Beautiful gowns, beautiful. Hey, if he had a if he has a nice personality and he's chill and he's cool and he's like an eight and he's best friends with Sutton, I consider that a win. What, what okay, that's like a, he's a seven. But his best friend is Sutton Strack. I'm like, oh, an and, 11. And <laughs> 11, sure. Um, uh, but like we get and this. And seven was generous. I, no, I think seven <laughs> is right there. I think that's BB. That's no, he's, oh, he's cute. Honestly, six. okay. Yeah. I'm gonna like I'm gonna like swipe on him on Tinder. I feel like next time he's on in New York and be like, hey, you wanna fucking talk about Sutton Strack? Okay, so BravoCon, because you know he'll be there for Yeah, him. oh for sure. Okay, T. Um, <laughs> Sutton's giving us a chicken salad moment a la Kim Richards. Ugh. Ew, I'm sorry. That's something I could never eat. Chicken salad? Do you like tuna? No. I love, oh my God. Anybody who knows like anything about me knows that like tuna, tuna wraps, tuna salad wraps are my number one food. Like number one thing I would eat out of anything. I probably have like, like five a week. Tuna, like the smell of tuna, like wakes me up. Oh my god, it's so good. Okay, tuna, you do tuna, a ton of mayo, celery, a a few pickles, some arugula, bitch. Ew, that makes me want to like throw up right now. Just thinking about it. I'm sorry that you like eat chicken fingers and have a bad palate. Uh, Girl, I don't eat just chicken fingers, and there's nothing wrong with just a chicken finger. (laughs) I think think you like go to a restaurant and order chicken fingers. No, that's Vinny. You know that's Vinny. That's not me. You've so seen me in you see, you saw what I was eating. You saw what I was eating at your restaurant that you worked at. I was not eating no chicken fingers. I was eating a very nice. It was, very high, it was a very high class restaurant. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Don't come for me ever again like that. 
chicken fingers my ass. Yo, bye. I'll give you this finger. Okay, that one. <laughs> Read between the lines, you fucking bitch. Read between the lines, you fucking bitch. Read between these lines, you fucking bitch. Get out of my table. Get out of my table. <laughs> this is my fucking plate. Okay. We haven't done that one in a while. We haven't done that one in such a long time. I love that line. That's my too. favorite. That's how um, that that's iconic. Iconic. Um, Garcelle and Dorit meet up for drinks and dinner. Like this could be a duo for the century. I I would love to see them like you. Okay, I have multiple things to say about this dinner, and they're all gonna be Dorit's crazy campiness. Go. First thing is she walked in, said hi to Garcelle, and then Garcelle stared at her because the normal thing to do would have been to go to the right and sit on the chair right next to Garcelle. Instead, she went behind Garcelle, did a full circle, and then came and sat at the chair. And Garcelle looked at her the entire time like, why the fuck are you like doing a lap when you could have just went right next to me and sat down? She still <laughs> sat down at the same chair. She just did a lap to get there. And Garcelle's head was staring at her the whole time. Also, when they were ordering... She ordered, obviously, the famous carcass out drink, which we all know. And Garcelle ordered her tuna tartare. And then Dorit just looked at the man and said, maybe bring a halibut taco. (laughs) (laughs) That was her order. She didn't look at the menu or anything. Just looked at him and said, "Hmm, maybe bring a halibut taco. (laughs) (laughs) I love this woman. I do, too. I just think she's just like everything she says just makes me LOL. Like, I just like everything and you have to watch her with the lens like i feel like okay if you guys only watch episodes once please watch them more than once and the second time you go back after listening to this podcast watch that scene with the lens on dorit because it's fucking hilarious like i watch already with that like dorit camp lens because everything do. she you does like, to me you zone in whenever there's a scene with dorit mo is like okay what can't be shit is she gonna do because she, it, they're so like i think no one's paying attention to her so i'm just like i am and even like later on when they're all fighting she was busting at the seams she was laughing so fucking hard in the corner and i feel like a lot of people didn't see that <laughs> she no. was crying i was dying though like when garcelle told her that erica fell and like hit her head and like blacked out and she was like no oh. she was like what? <laughs> no. Are, seriously? No. No. No, Garcelle. Garcelle. I love the trend on Twitter. <laughs> Have you seen the trend on Twitter? Which one? Where it's like <laughs> the um <laughs> the nucleus is like the center of the and then it just is that clip. <laughs> I, and I could be getting this biology term wrong, but it's just a clip of um, Dorit from the reunion where she says, Garcelle! But, she, but they cut out the gar. So it's just like, Sal! Garcelle! And it's like... <laughs> well, you know, like, like, you know, you know, like Jen Shaw is going to spend, and it, uh, spend 10 years in a Sal! <laughs> no, you know I muted R-H-O-B-H on Twitter. It's so funny. I don't get those moments because I... Sal! And I love anytime her and Garcelle have a scene together and they're like, we've made up. We've definitely made up. And it just goes back to that Garcelle. Garcelle. And I didn't have any jobs. Really? Really? <laughs> really? Oh, this could just be a fucking... This, it, it's about okay. Dorit Kemsley at this An- point. Another, another Dorit moment from this dinner is, <laughs> is when she's like, and I don't want to... Like, I'm sorry. I feel like I have to say this. You have to have big cojones for that. <laughs> Another Garcelle moment at this dinner is when Garcelle's like, I've been dying to ask you about PK's DUI. <laughs> like, 
Garcelle. It's like Garcelle. sometimes that's a legend. A okay, legend. No, no, sometimes she like um is like really good ghost producing, and then sometimes she's like, all right, I can't be like you know stealth anymore i just gotta say how it is and like lay it on the table yeah we'll cut to like 20 at the end of the episode where she's like hey she said your liability (laughs) yeah what no that's exactly what i'm talking about is when she was like like even when she was sitting with erica she's like can i bring Sutton into this conversation and she's like no (laughs) (laughs) i need need you to Carcel's like, you have me here for exactly two hours. And after that, I'm going to do all the producing I can. And after that, I'm out. So, like, what do you guys want from me? I can't. I also love yeah. in this scene when Carcel's like, I mean, like, I'm loyal, but like, there's no like Thelma and Louise type shit. And Dorit's like, yeah, you'll be like, hey, you still alive down there? Sit, you good? You need me to call somebody? All right, I'm going to let you hang from that rope. Also, it's like weird how like there are all these girls are like, okay, listen, I'm not a Fox Force Five hater, you know. On this podcast, we like. I don't even like, like saying that stupid fucking. I don't movie. either. I, I don't either. It. I don't either. It literally like makes, uh, whatever. But I do think that it's weird how they're like, you are just like defending her all the time, and I'm like, that is all you guys do. That's so, all you guys do to each other. So like, Garcelle cannot be like a friend to Sutton. They can't be each other's like fucking people, even though you guys have like five of you together. Like you guys literally defend each other blindly. Garcelle needs Especially to, Erica and Rena. Garcelle needs to respond to them by using that Thor G Thor quote. Which one? <laughs> I'm open to alliances. <laughs> literally it's them in the workroom and it's like, I'm not pulling your lipstick. I mean, I'm open to alliances. <laughs> so you're saying I could go home tonight? So you're saying I could go home tonight? <laughs> God, I, <hope. laughs> I loved when she started talking in Spanish. <laughs> LOL. Um, but yeah, so we get that whole scene with Garcelle and Dori. I didn't know that um, Garcelle had a moment with Bill Cosby. Um, I did, and I didn't remember it until this i remember like i i'm big on like the fucking e shows and i remember that was one of the things i talked about when she was like on on daily pop or nightly pop um daily pop uh which is crazy yeah that's insane i follow this um tiktok page and i believe it's a podcast and i'm sorry for getting their name wrong but they go through celebrity memoirs and i think they went through garcelle so i want to like look up the bullet points of that one okay okay and if i do i'll report back yes please do and I always I, say I will, but I probably won't. I know. I have like <laughs> I have like three housewives books like sitting on my shelf and I've never opened one of them. <laughs> I have I read a housewife's book? My manager um read Porsche's book and he said he really liked it. And she also no, she had an R. Kelly moment. Porsche did? Yeah, she was actually like I she like had sex with R. Kelly. <gasps> yeah. That's why Megan King Edmonds gasp. <gasps> <gasps> And no, so she was like, she was like taken out to the house and everything. And like, she stayed there for a while. And then she came, to, she was of age. She was of age, guys. Um, She came to her senses, I believe. And was like, no, no, no. What am I doing? Yeah. It's a little bit of a cult over there. It's a lot of bit of a cult, Robert, Robert uh, Kelly. And then, Rose. and then she went and got trapped with Cordell. Cordell. I mean, okay. <laughs> I thought about this the other day. I had it in, um, like there are a few housewives who've done a trajectory of like, 
came in as one person and they were like, I'm going to sell this one person. I'm going to like sell what I am. And then became something completely different by the end of it. And I think like Luann, Portia are like, and Erica Jane are the ones that I can like think of. Like Erica came into that, like completely wanting to sell like something so different. And now we've just seen her like not by her own choosing, having to live up to who she really is. And I think that like Portia and Luann's were different they went into like these marriages and were like, I'm going to be this like controlled like housewife. And then they just walled out and they became totally Who different. Who else is like that? I feel like there's a couple more, but I can't think of it. I think that Vicky should be that way, but she is trying to convince us that she's not like, like she's trying to convince us that she's still like the same Vicky. Like Vicky has for one. like years conv- trying to convince us that she's like a Jesus, like no titty showing, like, a fucking like, ghost of church every Sunday. Shut the fuck up. You were on the bar at Andalays with your top off. Okay. So deep throating a, fucking, uh, like yeah. a dick lollipop. Like you are not a prude. Okay. Like let's like stop that narrative. Like let's move on from that. Like you're not selling us. We're not buying it. Um well speaking of going back to Erica, speaking of Erica, we get this Erica scene. The bitch is getting dicked down, apparently. I want to know who she's fucking. I want to know what her DMs look like. And the only thing that I can think of is when Army Hammer's Finsta was exposed and it was a picture of Erica Jane. Do you remember this? Yes. And he was like, this is my neighbor and she wants to fuck. Should I let her? And it was like, Erica Jane. Do you Jane. think they did? Oh, fuck yeah. I think they did. She lived next door to Army Hammer. You don't think she fucked? I'm That's sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. This is like problematic, but like. I still think he's so fucking hot. <laughs> like, and you, uh, you, you want to know something? I do too. I, I you know what? You can call me by my name, bitch. Ugh. Call me by my name. Like very. There's a lot more things that I could say in this podcast, but I'm not going to. We're just gonna leave it at that. I, in my brain, like I believe that that man fucks hard and very well, and I think that. I he'll fuck anything. I do too. I I fully believe he fucked Timothy Chalamet. They like did. They had to fly out to Italy and do like just two weeks of them alone, and they like had to learn how to make out for like chemistry. Like the director was just like, "You guys fly to Italy by yourselves and just make out for two weeks, and then so we have chemistry." And the chemistry in that movie was they fucked. And okay, you sold me. He tore that little bussy up. No, stop. Okay, eat up. <laughs> I'm gonna be like okay. If they didn't, if they didn't fuck, they were sucking. They were doing something. They might have. There might have been a little bit of a little handy. Zach's doing hand motion right now. You can't see it. I'm going like this. This is like doing the shake weight commercial, like two dicks. That's that real thing at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but could do you? Okay, actually, like I low key think that Erica would be a really good dominatrix. I mean, like that one, her Germany outfit, the red one iconic full dominatrix i feel like she could easily pay those orphans and widows back that money if she does dominatrix stuff okay i have a friend who i not a friend anymore but i think she used to be a dominatrix and she didn't like tell a lot of people but like we went in didn't tell me we went into a bar and the bartender called her by like her dominatrix name and then she just stared at her and like didn't like acknowledge that the bartender just called her that and just handed her money. And then she went, she was like, I'm going outside to smoke a cigarette. Then when she went outside to smoke a cigarette, the bartender was like, 
she used to be a dominatrix downstairs here. Like I thought, did you guys not know that? And we're like, is it who I'm thinking of? It's who you're thinking of. And she called her Kitty. (laughs) And we were like, we just looked at each other and we're like, did she just fucking walk out? Because that was really, really awkward. And then she came back in and acted like it never happened. That would, that would be very her. That would be very her. That checks out. That That absolutely checks out. For sure. (laughs) I think, I mean, I think Erica would be an insane dominatrix. She'd be so good. Imagine, okay, her and Candy on a tour together. Oh my God. Welcome to the dungeon. The pretty Welcome mess. Welcome to the dungeon. Pretty mess dungeon. Get, get. Link her up with mess. Candy. We, it's coded has to be in there something. The coded mess dungeon or something. I'm really surprised that Candy hasn't been on a girl's trip yet, to be honest with you. I mean, she barely wants to be on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. But but Bravo, I'm saying Bravo like eats her up. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, I'm sure she'll be on one soon. Um, she's filming the Escape spinoff. She's filming Candy has a fart. She's filming. She has every. Todd has a condo. Spin-off. Like get off Atlanta. She's filming now. Riley in New York. She's, no. she's filming Kayla in fucking New York. Everything. God. Everything. Um, okay, so we get another one-on-one sit down with Rena and Sutton. Um, <laughs> this was awkward. <laughs> it was they like hate each other. It was just okay. They it hate was, each to other. Me, it was Rena being like, I haven't been on half the season, and we're approaching mid-season, and I just need to come in and try to like reignite a feud that happened episode one or two. Yeah. And it's like, we're so far past that. And you haven't been around. So like, nobody cares. And it was just weird. And Ren- it, was it was just weird. Being- it was weird energy. Um, Like Sutton has really taken a beat in this season. And you know what? Sutton has taken it well. She well, is like, she is like giving it back. She's, but like, she's also like apologizing way too much. Way too much of my liking. I want Sutton to come back next season and be like, I got all your fucking numbers and I'm not going to back down. Okay, honestly, I believe that like, um, if, okay, let's say Brandy Glambo comes in, I would want her to be friends with Sutton and teach her how to have a backbone and be like, because I feel like Brandy likes those like Kim Richards, those types of like, you know, the underdogs almost. Yeah. And yeah. be like, teach her how to have a fucking backbone and be like, stand up for your goddamn self and tell these girls who they are like Brenna was so rude. Okay. In that scene where she was like, sounds like, well, why don't you tell me how to design your bottle? And she's like, cause I don't need to. She's like, I don't need to contact you. Cause you don't have good taste. And I do. Like, what? I, fuck your I just got chill. I just got chills thinking about Brandy and Sutton being a duo and Garcelle being a trio, uh, the power of three and Sheree new Fox force, whatever. Sheree, Sheree. I like Sheree. <laughs> She gives me Sheree. She doesn't give me Sheree energy. She gives me Sheree. Yeah, because we have our Sheree energy, and that is Sheree Whitfield and her visible penis line, who we will get to. Yeah, I agree. All right, so let's talk about Rena's wine tasting. Um, okay, I have to uh, talk about this first. Rena was FaceTiming Diana, or was it Dorit FaceTiming Diana? Someone FaceTimed Diana, and they were talking to her about, I think it was Dorit, going to the wine tasting, and she said, uh, yes, I love it here. FBI won't be able to find me. <laughs> that Diana's rough. slowly winning me over little by little by little by little. Me too, only if she was on camera more. Right. Like, I don't understand her not being, I don't, I don't get how she got full time. 
Like they should have had either. three friend dubs. Um, yeah, I mean, Diana would have won me over too if she was around more this season. To me, it's very confusing as to how she got full time because, I mean, the dinner with Sutton camp, uh, the gay man that she calls a husband camp, uh, the alleged motel room scandal camp illegal not can't not okay that can't be that's not camp that's not camp we got to draw a line somewhere our, our, okay. like, <laughs> illegal boots illegal boots illegal boots we'll call it that okay. <laughs> illegal boots okay. we'll put it in the category of illegal if, if we're talking about if it's camp it's the camp that Teresa went to and Jen Shaw's about to check into that's the Period. only camp and that, that, that uh, Erica's in already from the court of public opinion Period. not been charged with a single thing but she's there Oh, well, yeah, no, she is slowly winning me over, like, little by little. I, the, the part that really got me was the, so you say? Nah, I know. So you so say? So you say? I mean, that you have, okay, go back, and anyone who goes back and watches the episode, please realize that when she said the FBI won't find me here. <laughs> I was like, wait, what the fuck? She's weird. She is Also, really weird. um. Speaking of not finding people, I have not even realized that Crystal was a part of this cast. I truly was like, not, I was like, oh man, Kyle has COVID and so does Diana. And then they mentioned Crystal at the party at the wine tasting. And I was like, oh fuck, Crystal's on this show. Uh, is it gonna, are we giving Crystal, like, is this gonna be her last season, do we think? I honestly, if it's to me, I think that Crystal. I think she goes and I think Diana can be a friend of people hate her so much that she's like done some problematic shit online. Um, I think Diana's gone. I think Crystal's gone. I think Brenna's demoted. And I think that we're going to have possibly Sheree being bumped up and Sheree, Sheree, Sheree is going to be bumped up. And then I think, (laughs) I don't know. We could, I, I honestly truly believe that we could see a return of Brandy Glanville. I I do too. No, I think it's in the cards. I really think. It's been on Watch It Happens Live twice in one month. Twice in one month. That's crazy. And she joked, and she joked about getting her, her diamond back. And Andy just said, he, he. He said, he, he, ha, 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 buddy. Funny. Here's she's, your like, diamond. I'm for, she's like, I'm looking for a bowl of diamonds over here. Yeah. But, oh, I haven't seen them yet. I think, and I don't want her as a friend up. I don't want her as a fucking guest. I want her full fucking time. Full time. I want her full time. And if you can do it to Tamara, you can do it to fucking Brandy. Okay? If you could do it, if, if you can give Taylor a slot too on OC. And, okay. Also, there's been talk of like Cynthia Bailey. People, so many people want her on. I do not, I do want not. Cynthia anywhere near Beverly Hills. I think Cynthia was a fine housewife. I think she was, she had her good moments. She's iconic. And I think that she had a good tenure. She's, she had her time. It was, she has really no ties to that group, except maybe isn't she kind of friendly with Garcelle? And that Kyle and her hated each other on the girl's trip. That's it. That's no, I don't, that's not enough. No, she's friends with Rena. Remember, she did, they were both in um, Luann's wedding and she did the music video. Hmm. More ties than we think. I just still don't want her on. I just don't think. I think we bring back Glandy, but I do want more diversity on Beverly Hills. I want rich women of color, and I want them to like let's let's make this a more diverse cast. Because if we are getting rid of Crystal, who's one of the three POCs on this show, I do want them to replace them, replace her with another POC. Like I just think it's like let's find wealthy women of color. So I think when it comes to Ultimate Girls Trip and who's getting their jobs back, obviously Taylor got. A new role. Um, Tamara's back. I think 
there's a really good chance that Phaedra will be on Dubai. Oh, I agree. There's a lot of talk of it, and I'm I'm here for it. And also, the girls like don't really want her on there. So I think, besides Caroline Brooks, obviously, so I think that even creates more tension. So like, her get Brandy back on Beverly Hills. Obviously, Jill and Dorinda are Legacy. should both be on Legacy. Um, and that just leaves Vicky. Poor Vicky and Eva. And Eva, but I don't think Eva even wants to be on Atlanta. Yeah, I don't think Eva really cares. She ended the girl trip and said, I never want to do that again. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she really cares. Yeah. Um, but let's get back into this wine tasting. LOL, it's a re calling out Garcelle about the labels. I thought that was so funny because she was like, Gar- her son was like, Garcelle, who are you wearing again? Who makes that? Yeah. <laughs> I was it like, was get funny. her. Get her. Get her, Jade. Um, I hated everybody's outfit at this dinner or at this winery thing. Okay. Um, yeah. Didn't like, I, didn't like any of them. Hated them also, all. So like, this is like, this is like no shade really at Garcelle. Cause I do like that sweater, but I feel like, which is, this isn't shade at Garcelle. This is almost like kind of kudos to Garcelle for not giving a fuck is that I never see housewives on Beverly Hills repeat an outfit. And I've seen that Balenciaga sweater on Garcelle like a few times. She's a smart queen. <laughs> I want to say something about Garcelle style. <clears throat> I give her a lot of shit on this podcast as being like a fashion person or a person who works in fashion. Garcelle looked so fucking good that last episode when she went to get drinks with Erica and she had she on did. leather, the wax leather pants, the oversized um, blazer and like the little lace bustier. I was like, fuck yes. This is why I give her a hard time because She's so gorgeous that she could be giving Dorita run for her money if she really, really worked with the right people. I'm not saying she needs to be in head-to-toe designer because Dorita can't even afford that shit. Please. Um, I'm saying just have good, trendy, like, put-together looks. I thought that's the best Garcelle's ever looked. I loved it. I also think that Erica is getting back into who she was because um, at the holiday, the Christmas party fucking loved that look i loved the hair i loved the fur it was giving villain and then at garcelle they're both wearing the oversized blazer love that look here and i did enjoy this Stella mccartney jumpsuit that she had on at the winery i just didn't like anyone's outfit per se yeah no tea everyone's outfit was kind of like mid it was very mid i was like okay um sheree look i said her name right there we go was giving very wet seal very and sutton i won't even get in to that jacket it was Cherie. Cherie was giving like you know those like computer games when you're a kid, like the my scene ones. Like, did your sisters ever play those? <laughs> I played them, bitch. What are you talking about? <laughs> I played like okay. There was this one game that I played as a kid, and it was like I think it was called like Star Doll, and you had like celebrity like heads on like a body, and you like dressed them in outfits. That was a fun game. That was a fun game. I remember that one too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, did your sister ever play that? You're like, I did, bitch. Girl, my sister, I fucking played. What are you talking no, me about? T- no shade. Me too. Me, sh- me, me too. too. I used to love going over to my cousin's house because she had all so much Polly Pocket. And just oh like, gosh. she had the house. She had all, and we would listen to Jennifer Lopez in the zone and play her Polly Pocket. I mean, if I wasn't a flamer back then, you know who else probably did that? Sergio growing up. I'm sure he did. Oh, I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. You know what me and my sister used to do, which is because we didn't have like back in the back then, back in the day, we didn't have like the iPods and everything. So we would just put on the radio and wait for like a song to come on. And like, 
during the time it was Rich Girl by Gwen Stefani. Like that was my favorite song. And that's when we would like play our Barbie games. So it's like Rich Girl came on and I would like take my Barbie. We wait, wait for it to come on the radio. I also use my um, like X-Men action, action figures as like Barbies. So I was like, I could be straight because I'm going to get Rogue and Jean and Mystique and Storm. And they're going to be my fucking Barbie dolls, bitch. My sister always tells people, she's like, it was so annoying because Zach would like literally turn my Barbies into whores. whores. (laughs) She was like, these like fucking like, it was always like, like, yeah, the secretary who works for like the husband of like the family would have like an affair and everything. And like, she's like, and the dollhouse was like in the basement next to like where like my dad did all his paperwork and he would just see like these Barbies dressed like sluts, like just like whores. Come to find out it was Zach. It was me. It was me. It was you. Um, back into the episode. Um, let's also can we talk about Sh- um Cherie getting caught selling counterfeit bags? Wait, okay, what is that? Like, can I don't you know. Yeah, it's been a news that? article that's been going around, and allegedly she was contacted by the FBI. I don't know if it was recent or not for selling fake bags. But now I'm looking at all her bags and I'm like, is that fake? Is that fake? Or a friend of the show, Maddie, said she probably just used the counterfeit bag money to buy real bags, which is smart. Illegal, but smart. Hey. A little smarter than Jen Shaw, but not by much. A lot smarter than Jen Shaw. She <laughs> looked like Jen Shaw in this scene. I was like, Jen Shaw, it was the hat. It was for sure the hat. I mean, we talked about this earlier, but Garcelle and Erica's conversation, <laughs> Garcelle is literally playing producer again, but a little bit less like ghost, a little bit more like... <laughs> <laughs> right in your face. I did really, I thought this scene was so interesting because they both were just basically being, Erica's like, yeah, I don't think that you believe me or will stand up for me 100% the way you do for Sutton. And I get why you won't do that because you two are closer. I just don't think you ever cut me slack and I don't think you truly believe me. And that's why we can't be close. And Garcelle's like, yeah, I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe yeah, that you're- But yeah. also like no shade, like, and and I'm not a- Erica apologists like Moe's like I am but Erica like has a major major point here and that is that she has never done anything to Garcelle she really has not done anything to Garcelle and Garcelle has like only taken what she's heard in the news and just kind of like gone after her knowing that that's like kind of like an easy I also think that. that Garcelle has never forgiven Erica for being on the wrong side of the Denise history. I think she's always came in because she came in that season and looked at those girls and was like, I don't think what you did was right yeah, at all. Yeah, And I think she's had the, her number from day one. I think they've had each other's number. And I think that I like this scene. Like this scene was good. It was both them putting it out on the table and being like, all right, let's move on. You, you, can't, you don't fuck with me. I don't fuck with you really. And we're okay with each other, but there's an underlying thing and we're not going to get into it. But we know from the trailer, this also, I, this is a really long season. I, I believe it's one of the longest housewife season we've ever, are ever going to have. Cause like Andy said, when Sutton was on Watch Happens Live, he said, your reunion is nowhere near. Like you have a long season ahead of you. I, the thing that I really liked about that scene with Garcelle and, um, Erica, was it felt like almost like fucking like medieval times of like two queens from like like Scotland and England and being like 
we see each other and like right now we're allies, but sometimes we won't be allies and sometimes we're going to go to war. And if you fuck with me, I'm going to like fuck you up. You know, it felt like very like game oh of God, like Mary Queen of Scots. Yes. It felt watch very, that movie. Very, yeah, oh, I love oh. that movie. I love that movie. I have it on DVD. It's like that cabinet right there. I love you, that. You guys know I talked about my white queens before and that Margot Robbie's really good in that. Or like the other Boleyn girl. Like Be one of my one of my white queens is Saoirse Ronan. I love Saoirse Ronan. I love her. Uh, that movie, that movie's like, that's one of like the best like um, period pieces. It is. And I feel like nobody talked about it because I, Tanya came out around the same time. Yeah. They were, they were both pushed for award season, obviously hurt. Well, you better. know what? No, you know what also came out during that time? And it was like kind of like the same, like not the same vibe, but it was just two like period pieces is uh, the favorite with Olivia Coleman and Emma Stone. That yeah. Were, were they fucking in that? Yeah, they were like it was like lesbian queens, and they would like get her off. Yeah, wow. And then she was like <laughs> mad at like. Then the other girl was mad because Emma Stone was getting her off. Wait, who was the other girl in it? Um, fuck, what's her name? I, I've know never seen I'm, the favorite. Oh, it's the favorite's really good. Um, fuck, what's her name? Uh, Rachel Wise. Rachel Wise. Rachel Wise. Very interesting. Um, I always thought that I knew that that was the subplot of it, but highly recommend. It's like camp. It's like it's good. That's okay. Like a good, yeah, I, you should definitely. Emma like Stone. It. That's an interesting one. Just her in, as an in general. I thought you were an Emma Stone girl. Nah, <laughs> I'm not like not an Emma Stone girl. I, I don't just, know. I feel like she falls into that same category as like Taylor Swift. She's like in that same like area oh you can go fuck your absolute no she self. is like wasn't she a part of like her squad or something like that no she they're wasn't. like friends they're friendly they're, they're in the same friends. circles in the venn di- in the venn diagram of hollywood they are com- there no, i think that it's she's really good friends with like jennifer lawrence and jennifer lawrence has worked with emma stone i believe no i so, think emma i'm saying emma stone and jennifer lawrence are really good friends well, what they're in the same like intersectionality of Hollywood. I don't know. You know, I don't. Emma Stone's just not one of my white queens. I never said she was one of your white queens, but I thought that was one of the girls that like you did like. She doesn't excite me. Like, I'm not going to a picture to see Emma Stone. I just don't get the hype. Like, I saw Birdman and I was like, okay, like really good performance, Oscar nominee. All right. Then the Oscar win for fucking La La Land just felt like a not a good win. Like, she shouldn't have gotten it. Um, have you seen La La Land? City of Stars. <laughs> I love La La Land. And, I'm sure and no, she did this at the Oscar when she goes, my mother lived in Paris. <laughs> it just felt like very much, let's give the white lady an Oscar. Mm. Like, did she buy it? Did she not buy it? I don't know. I loved La La Land, so I live for that movie. But anyways, <clears throat> moving on. Uh, the end. Okay, so I kept seeing like because I don't watch the episodes like live that much anymore. <laughs> I watch it like the next day. Take it like a breather. Yeah, the next day. <laughs> enough, 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 enough. Bro. <laughs> Listen, it's been a uh, it's been a couple weeks. Okay, so yeah. I watch them it. on Peacock, so I don't watch them live anymore either because I'm not tweeting online and we're not really like Instagramming live or anything. Like I like watching them the next day. Yeah, I do too. But I I saw like a ton of people on social media talking about Rena's behavior was so apprehensible, horrible, all this stuff. And I watched it. I was like, 
nothing, nothing you guys just happen. hate her this, it, it, that's fine but it like, was like it was funny her. like Sutton was kind of eating Sutton kind of gagged her she gagged, oh, her a bit. gagged her a bit yeah yeah she's like i'm sorry i humiliated you <laughs> it and it's just like i don't know like i again i've, I've talked Wait, you about know this who was the- living for this whole scene sheree sheree Marie. was in the corner like oh oh she ooh. was living she she was, she was like, giving this- like, she was giving some Sheree level reactions. Yes, and I was living for her reactions. And also, if you go back, watch Dorit. Dorit and Sheree were like in the corners, like just cackling because it literally made no sense. They no, get into it was the stupid, fight, especially after their like one on one where they like just got over that. Yeah, that's what Sutton was saying. Sutton was like, "Oh, now you have," and Rena's like, "An audience," and she's like, "Yeah, you're essentially just saying like you were okay with me before, and now you're not because you have an audience." And she's like, I would never act like that because I have an audience. I will fucking come for you! <laughs> I will fucking hunt you down! That was, I'm, just, I'm just like, okay. like It, it was embarrassing, and it felt like Renner was trying to have a moment because, like I said, she hasn't been around all season. It was funny. I'm sorry. It was funny, but normalize that, yes, it's fine that you hate Renna. It is fine that you don't like her. Like, that is totally normalize her being the villain it is fine we need a villain it is fine we need a villain and i'm here for and erica jane is that villain to me but like i think it's like especially renna did you watch her on watch happens live you watched the clips yeah i thought that was totally funny where he's like just you're a fucking disaster renna and she's like i I am i know i am and then i I saw people i saw people on twitter and they're like they're like he went way too easy on her i go this is not a reunion He's got 20 minutes, 20 minutes of airtime. Okay. Like he's, he's got, like he's got another guest from like Hollywood. Like this is not a reunion. He's not supposed to go in what the on fuck does, what is it? What, what do they want her to do? Literally burn her alive. Like, why do you hate the Dubai girls and make the entire show about her and just watch Marin Morris over, sit over there and sing a country song to you literally Lisa like, like what do you want? What do you want? Also, if you go back and watch that episode, Marin Morris did not fuck with Renna the entire episode and was just sitting there like, I hate this woman. You can also just. It is just so funny to watch Rena throughout the years and just know that that comment by Brandy Glanville stuck. The wig. The wig comment the wig. stuck. Okay, the we new did. hair The new hair was done at my friend's salon. So my friend texted me and said, oh my God, I'm off work today and Lisa Rena is getting her hair cut at my salon. He works at a very nice salon on the Upper East Side. Um, and I texted him and said, it looks bad. He said, no, it looks good. What do you mean? And I said, no, it looks like Jane Fonda. Like She looks like 20 years older. Like they cut too much. She did look old. She did they look cut old. too much. At, you know, you, everyone knows the old lady haircut. That you hit a certain age and you get like the spiky from the back yeah. vibe. And yep. it was it was Jane Fonda, who's a Queen Icon legend, but she's also like 89 years old. And Rena's like not 89 years old. <laughs> right. well, yeah, it's I was thinking of another line, but that's from Atlanta. <laughs> the one where Marlo was. Oh, my God. My brain went right to that when Marlo was like, and, you know, she's she so good, good for 60. 60 and like Sheree's 52, 52 Marlo. Sheree's going to be so mad at me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But. Anyways, that is the Beverly Hills recap. Um, I'm still enjoying the season now that I like took up. I feel like it got very toxic for a minute. We took a little break. Like, I feel like it slowed down and it's just becoming much more enjoyable. And I'm enjoying like we don't need like that big Erica Jane scandal of it all with the orphans and the widows. Like, I just need my little housewife feuds here and there. And there's a lot of them going on. There's so many feuds. Garcelle and Erica is brewing. 
Crystal versus the group is brewing. We have Sutton now versus fucking Rena. Diana and Sutton still hate each other. There is Garcelle is fighting with all of them. Basically, Garcelle is also also turning on like Kyle. You know, yeah, like, that's what I was saying. Garcelle Garcelle is going to be versus Kyle. I think Garcelle has Dorit on her side. She has Sutton on her side, and she has Sheree on her side. But I think that any of the other girls, it's game on. And geez. we haven't even gotten to fucking Aspen and the Kathy stuff, like. We haven't even touched it. We, and that's allegedly the big storyline of the season. And like, I'm this to me is a great continuation of last season of Beverly Hills, which was last season of Beverly Hills, best one of the best housewife seasons of all time. This season, flawless continuation. And I think that next season, we do need to cast Jacob. And I think I said it before. That's all. There we go. There you have it. And now let's get into our Real Housewives of Atlanta recap. later and if you guys sit back and think every time we've had a sit down she's arguing with somebody because you always feel like you had to make things about you this woman has made it about me when i came to brooklyn's party you've actually made it about she her. said yeah. what she said about because my husband you're, and you're, i don't you're, i don't know her that. but maybe you don't remember i mean as no you, you absolutely are getting that. older maybe you just don't remember bitch old and, and cold bitch old and cold don't tell half Story, bitch, old and cold. You better hope you look like this when you get my age. Drew is pretty, but she better hope at Sheree's age she still looks good because Sheree looks damn amazing to be 60. It's 52. Oh, shit. Sheree gonna curse me out, Lord Jesus. You came real tough today, honey. I'm, I'm always tough. tough. I'm always tough. At the end of the day, you don't find nothing wrong with it, so it's cool. I know where I stand. We we see where each other's at, and I am done with it. I am done with it. I am done with it. All right, let's talk about the Real Housewives of Atlanta. So we open up with this scene. It's like kind of like a ace birthday, but then also you get Sonya and the girls visiting the archive. The archive. La Archive. Welcome to La Archive. La Archive. Um, and Drew, I have some opinions on Drew. Okay. I'm really actually starting to enjoy her. And when she's not, but only when she's not trying really fucking hard. Like when she is just being Drew, like she's actually like really enjoyable. Um, I'm liking Drew. We were like notoriously very hard on her at the beginning of this podcast, rightfully so, because I think that the show started, they picked up filming way too soon after Portia left. And I don't think that Sheree has solidified her contract. And mm-hmm. Sheree said that on Twitter, like Drew, you filmed weeks without like before I even came on to film. So like we had a lot of that fake home life stuff and that's why we did not like Drew, but I'm kind of loving her. I think she is just very self-deprecating and she rolls with the jokes very well because she is a lot of a joke. She is a joke. <laughs> she's a joke and she's rolling with them well. I really cringed though when she threw that bone. Cringe. I was like, you did not just go to fucking PetSmart and no, buy she traveled through she traveled with that. She drove with that or she made like, a PA go buy it. Like that is so embarrassing. You know, she, she actually, you know, she made a PA go buy it. She was like, guys, I'm having yeah. a moment. It's going to be so good. It's going to be She's like, Anthony, can you run up to PetSmart really quick and, and buy them <laughs> and stop calling my husband gay? <laughs> and he's like, 
He's like, the only bone your husband is getting is this bone. <laughs> this bone. Honey child, Miss Miss fucking Drew, honey child, mama. <laughs> I die. But um, we get like, you know, the Marlo, Sanya, Sheree, and then Kenya, Candy, and Drew are at one event. Um, Candy talks about how her Broadway show closed. And I actually like really loved this confessional moment from candy like where she like she was like people just see and she's like you know you guys know you listeners of it's about bravo know that i love a candy cry (laughs) i'm sorry i don't know what it is i just really love a candy cry and when she was crying and she was like you know people always see all of my accomplishments and everything that i've done but they don't like know that i have like a million failures like i have like all these different failures I'm like, I just, I don't know. I thought it was like a raw moment from Candy that we haven't really seen in like a long time. Like we just see Candy now as like this, like almost like she doesn't act like a full-time housewife. She just acts like a side character in the room of a group of people and makes side commentary. And it's like, why are they doing that? Like she's turned into like Mama Joyce. Like she's like on the sideline and you just hear like a Mama Joyce voice. No, she literally has. But also we see Candy as this amazing businesswoman who has like insane ventures and is like killing the game. And like, I think this was really like a big, like it was a big defeat for her. Honestly, and I think it would have hit a lot harder if she didn't have the women wear the vibrating panties to the play. I would have been more like, damn. But I don't know. Didn't love it. Still. (laughs) 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 Sorry. That's my truth. You got to speak your truth, girl. Um, Then we get Sonia inviting the girls and talking about the, the couple's trip to Jamaica. I thought this was so fucking rude. First of all, I did too. I thought like, this was so rude. You know that she's single. You know Kenya's single. And if you're gonna call her and be like, you can bring a friend, like, okay, don't be like, hi, you fucking divorced a loser. Bring your friend, bring your friend. <laughs> like Sanya is getting messy. Maybe a little too messy for a first season housewife, but I like her. Um, no, I think she's like a good addition, but I did see a great a tweet the other day. I did see a tweet yesterday the other day where it was like Sonia just keeps like it's been seven episodes and it's just been downhill from there. Like she, <laughs> like she's just been, really been like turning me off. Like I disagree with her on like everything that she's done. And it was like that clip of like, is it Azealia Banks or whatever when she like walks in? She's like, you know what? And now that I come to think about it, like <laughs> <laughs> you can't remember what the clip was, but the clip like took me out, and I was like, no, this is like literally so true. But Kenya, like, I would have hung up too. I'm like, bitch, I'm in the middle of a fucking divorce and you are trying to, you're not, Sanya wasn't going like, and it's couples, so bring a friend. Like, I know not no, all of she us have literally, like, she was like, she was like, it is a couple's trip. It's a couple's trip. It's a couple's trip. Like, she kept telling, and she's like, first of all, I told you first that I'm at, like, with Candy and Drew. So, like, shut the fuck up. Leave me alone. I'm doing something. I'm working. And stop, like, reiterating the fact that I don't have a fucking partner. It was rude. And I was like, and I think they're going to get, this is going to blow up. I do too. Because if we've learned anything in these seasons of Atlanta, Miss Kenya Moore ain't the one. (laughs) I do like that she were getting like maybe a Walter 2.0. Who was that man? He was kind of fine though. He was actually kind of cute, but I love yeah, that she's he was bringing young. like, I like that she's bringing some random man to the cast trip. 
instead of you know what okay i'm gonna say something controversial but this kind of goes to prove marlo's point a lot that i don't think kenya has a lot of girlfriends i don't think she has like close friends i don't either she did she couldn't call up one friend imagine okay this would have been a moment imagine if she just would like brought cynthia bailey if they were like still close and she's like cynthia come on and cynthia just came for the jamaica trip that was it you know yeah and we got a little guest appearance and because um candy d- or nini did it after she quit she just came on the cast trip randomly yeah i remember <laughs> that no like it's true like kenya really doesn't when has kenya brought a woman onto the show when has she or when has she ever had a friend who what didn't work for her or wasn't a distant relative that like abandoned her like <laughs> mo <laughs> just saying uh you sound like Marlo. Okay, Marlo. Marlo's so fucked up. This whole season, Marlo's been like, I'm just trying to be her friend, child. I'm trying to be her friend, child. But then the second they get into a fight, she's like, your mama hates you. Your mom hates you and your ass is inflated. <laughs> what? Marlo, make it make sense, please. With that said, I love Marlo. I do love Marlo, but I will say i'm not on her side about what she's doing daddy in the wrong all season like from the nephews to kenya to everybody in the wrong marlo has not been right one single time this season that no. does not change the fact that i i still stand, love her i stand hard i still love her and that's that and that ain't changing and it ain't changing. Also, Marlo has <laughs> been serving me looks. We didn't talk about the cast trip that happened for a day when she was just like, I'm so tired. Everybody needs to leave. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You, you need to go. go. My, but that, I mean, you know what that showed me? And this is like now we got two two instances of this. She did this with the boys and she literally just did this with the girls. If you, you like she can't when she's tired of it, she can't put up with it. She kicks people out. She just she, she will she'll send you off. She'll just be like, no. She'll put you out. Okay. Which by the way, my friend um lives in Columbus and he posted on his story, he's like, look who I ran into. And it was Marlo. And I like <laughs> I was like where what are you talking? I was like, where are you in Atlanta or something? He's like, no, I'm at Easton, like the mall in Columbus. I was like, what is she doing there? Apparently, she was with a man. Girl, let me find out. She got trade paying for her in Columbus. Girl, yeah, she was with a man. Apparently, that's what that's the, a nice mall too, right? Don't they have nice? Yeah, that's the nice mall. That's the nice. That's like the designer mall, Marlo. Is that where the good dick is in Columbus, Ohio? That is so. Strange. I mean, that's where I get my good dick too. I've got, <laughs> I've gotten, I've gotten dick, I've gotten dick there for sure. Absolutely, yeah, you do get dick there, you whore. <laughs> yeah, yo, my, my weekends down there, <laughs> mess. <laughs> Anyways, um, what do you think of this Candy and Todd scene? Um, With the kids, it's not your money. So shut the fuck up, Todd. Also, Riley saw it in his face. Riley's like, you're going to leave me with nothing. Nothing. Not a single fucking dime. And I want you out of the will. It is giving, a smart it's girl. Very, it's very much giving, like, if Cinderella was smart and she was like, Mm-mm, my, I know my dad's sick. 
I mean, if he yeah. dies, you are not gonna give me anything. Mr. Anything. He's not even. He's not even giving Kayla a dime. He's not giving no. anybody a dime. Riley looked at Kayla and she's like, "I'm trying to get us both the bags. So shut the fuck up and sit over there." And yeah. she, you know, if Riley gets the money, she's taking care of Kayla. She's yeah. taking it for sure. Also, Riley always has a very strong beat. Strong beat. A strong beat. But I thought you were gonna say like she has a strong um. Like intuition. Oh, that's a smart girl. That's a smart girl. She's really smart. You look at that girl, you know, she had, she goes to fucking NYU. Please. She has a good like read on people. She's Candy's daughter. Yeah. There's no way she's going to be dumb. Like, come on. She is Miss Candy, legendary Burgess Honey Child Jr. But they were so shady with that edit where Candy's like, we have these things that we had before we were together. And it's like, boom, 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 boom. Like all these things that it's Candy like, has. And then Candy Coded Nights. Like, New Jersey Kendall. Yeah. It's like Candy Coded Nights, the guest house, Candy's actual house, Mama Joyce's house, OLG gang, Blaze. Candy or Todd just had New Jersey condo. Yeah. Oof. I mean, Todd is, Todd is really annoying. It's not one, it's not your money. Two, no one was being disrespectful of anything you were being disrespectful. I also hate, like, I watched this TikTok where it was like, why do kids of color always have to feel like they have to work more? Yeah. It's always like you have to go through the struggle that your parents went through because you didn't go through shit. And they never say that to the white counterparts. It's never like you see a little white kid with money and it's like, oh, look, spending mommy and daddy's money, you know, just living life, just like, uh. Going to the Hamptons for the weekend. I'm living like chartered on mom and dad's card. It's like, why do we as people of color have to see the struggle? Let those let the kid. The kid is smart. She's going to fucking also, NYU. Like, I don't get like parents going like, well, I went through this, so you have to go through it too. No, the whole thing. That, the whole point like, is you went through I it, said, bitch. I don't want to go through it. I said this to my parents today when we were like trying to buy a car today. I, I finally got a new car, guys. Zach got a new car, guys, and we are recording this podcast at 1.15 a.m. because of it. But congratulations. Okay, not because of me, because the freaking car salesman would not shut the fuck up. He was super nice. I really did like him, but like, like literally, As I was if like, never going to hear this. <laughs> I know. I was literally like, um, all I could think of in my head was Margaret Joseph's going, yeah, he's charming. So is the car salesman. That's all I could think of in my head. <laughs> That was all I could think of in my head. But um, yeah, my parents were like, well, I had to drive this thing. And I go, just, I don't need to live the same struggle as you. The whole purpose of being a parent is to create a better life for your kid. That is not, you are not supposed to throw them into the same situation on purpose. When you don't have to. to Want to know what I found out? Want to know what I found out? My dad has been like hounding me about money and like certain things like that. I found out what his mortgage payment is. Obviously, I'm not going to say it It is low. (laughs) And that shit is the car salesman was gagged. He goes, "What? What bank are you doing that through? Is that a HELOC?" My dad's like, <laughs> "Just paying, just paying the interest." I go, and I'm paying more bills than my dad. I, I living in an apartment, and I was like, "And you are hounding me about some money that I owe you from 2015? Leave me alone! <laughs> Write it off!" <laughs> Write it off! Like, are you kidding? When I found out what he was paying, I was like. Because he wants to teach you a lesson. He wants to be a Todd. He wants to teach you a lesson and be like, he wants, no, my dad is such a Todd. Tom yeah. is a Todd. Tom uh, is a Todd. I think all dads are like that. And I didn't grow up with a dad. So I'm like pretty grateful the fact that I didn't grow up with a, fucking, yeah, like, a man hounding me in my life. And I do, I fucking spend what I want when I want, how I want. <laughs> I'm also I mean, terrible. I'm very money. grateful for my dad. I love my dad. I would never change anything, but 
sometimes he annoys the fuck out of me and I'm like, dad, dad. <laughs> and you know, okay, we've talked, I've talked a lot on this podcast about people having people's number. Riley has always had Todd's number. Always. And also I'm very mad that mom, I think I, I do think he's an opportunist. I'm also very mad that mama Joyce was in on this sit down. Cause could you imagine she would have been like, you try to steal my grandbaby's money. She's like, listen, my, my grandbabies are always, you are a lemon tar. <laughs> you were trying to take their fortune. All three Candy of them. Took a lemon and and made it, Candy Taylor. took a lemon and made it a lemon tree. <laughs> I will never forget Mama Joyce. Portia, Portia, was like, Portia was like, ah, like, cause wasn't she talking to Portia? And wasn't that like right after season nine? Ah, uh, maybe. I don't know. No, that was like literally right after season nine. Cause Candy was like, what the fuck are you saying that to Portia for? I literally do not know. Like <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. Cause you don't remember or you do, not, do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't remember. It's like, there's like this scene and like, I think it's like season 10 where like uh, mama Joyce is talking to Portia and she's like, Candy took Todd she took a lemon and made him into a lemon tree. She introduced Candy to Todd. Mm-hmm. I told her I could have choked her. But it ended up being good. They got married. Well, Candy took a lemon and made lemonade. <laughs> Basically, like, calling, like, you know, she was like, he was just like a lemon. Like, he was like, not a lemon, like a juice, like a car, like a dud. Like and basically then, like, saying what Portia was saying was true. Yeah, exactly. And then Katie's like, why would you tell Portia that? Why would you tell why would you talk to her like that? <laughs> Stop it. I'm gonna go over you. I'm gonna find that clip somewhere and I'm gonna post it on the Instagram tomorrow. I'm gonna find it. Yeah, or put it in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> that too. All right, here's a reference. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, no. Um, so let's talk about Sheree and the scene where she's getting the fabrics for She by Sheree. <laughs> I love this. She knew she knew absolutely nothing. Knew also, nothing. did you catch when she was like, they're like, you're doing it for men or women? And she was like, Well, because the men are saying, I want joggers too. And I'm like, why did her voice get gay and go up an octave when she said that? Uh, because it's only because I'm it's sure. only gays yeah, that are i'm i will buy men's women's whatever i am supporting she by we've said it on i am podcast. too we have talked about it i'm gonna get that yoga mat i'm gonna get that water bottle i'm gonna get the water I'm bottle gonna, i'm gonna, gonna get, get all of it so i'm gonna be at the gym running and someone's gonna be like is that the new she by water bottle it sure is <laughs> no you gotta go like this is that the new she by water bottle yes yes it is yes it is and you know what she, she was thinking of me because she saw that we wanted joggers and that we were like we want joggers too <laughs> She literally, <laughs> she got so gay. And, you know, they're saying, we want joggers too. Okay, to the VPL. How is she making it a prominent VPL? Okay, that's what I was wondering. I was like, how do you not, how are you making this without it being, like, overtly sexual? Like, you're just putting, like, a sheer panel inside the dick part? Like, what are you, like... I'm someone who gets in trouble for VPL all the time, especially in a work setting. And that's just on me. So I think if I wear these charade joggers, it's going to be even worse for me. <laughs> so I don't know if that's a possibility for me. But the other day I was walking down the Mo street. Was like, Mo was like, anybody listening to this podcast, if you are a cute white boy in your <laughs> 20s to like early, like mid-20s, and you wear wife beaters, just letting you know, I have a very prominent VPL. VPL. Just letting you know I have a huge cock. Um, I was, <laughs> 
<laughs> I do always get in trouble at work though. They're like, hey, you're like full dick is out. And I'm like, sorry, it's just like my pants and they're big. Uh, but the I other day- I remember I got a full on Snapchat from my one day where he's like, I'm walking in the street and apparently my print is so prominent that this man stopped me in the middle of the street to talk about it. <laughs> Literally this man stopped me in the middle of the street and said, I can fully see your dick. You should probably talk. And I said, what? He was obviously a gay. Uh, but the other day I was walking in the middle of the street. I was wearing really short shorts. And I the shorts had like um like a like a strings to tie or whatever. And the tie was to one part. And I believe that like my underwear had hiked up to where my dick and balls was almost fully out of like the Sophie short. And these two men, two men were having dinner outside and I was walking by and they both were just staring at me so hard. And I was like, okay, fucking weirdos, because they weren't cute. Then I looked down and was like, Oh, you can fully see my dick. Yeah. So Sheree. I'm your customer. That is your clientele, Shrey. That right there. Horny gay men. I also love when she was talking to ladies and she was like, you know, VPO, do you know what it is? And they were like, no clue. They, no idea. Their reactions were so funny. And she said they were saying visible print line. Isn't it visible penis line? Yeah, but they're not going to say that on. They've said well, I guess worse. They, they yeah, they've said worse. They accuse a woman of like they literally yeah. they literally just said it in like uh the Beverly Hills episode where Rena was like, How big is his penis? Yeah, and Erica's like, I'm getting dipped down. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I accidentally messaged the wrong hookup, and I was like talking about how the dick was so good, and he hadn't even met me yet. <laughs> and he said, I'm trying, what do you mean? I'm trying to give it to you. <laughs> that happened to me one time. Have you ever texted the wrong person of, about sex? Um, probably. Oh, mine was like so bad. I was like talking to this guy on oh on Grinder for sure. I was talking to this guy on Tinder and like we had exchanged like um numbers or whatever, and we had been like chatting, like hadn't even gone on a date. He was a Columbus gay, and uh so like haven't even gone on a date or whatever. And then it was Cinco de Mayo, and I hooked up with one of my like old co- coworkers, and we were like recanting the night, like just kind of like, oh my gosh, like can't even like believe that happened. Like the margaritas hit me too hard, blah 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 blah. And I sent him like, yeah, I just woke up and realized what, like uh, you know, I fully painted the picture, and realized that I sent it to the Columbus gay that I hadn't met yet. It was a full-blown Erica moment. It was a full-blown, like, I was like, yeah, the dick was great, and it was the wrong guy. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm trying to give it to you. And I was like, eek, sorry. Um, he was oh. like, he was like, I'm guessing that wasn't supposed to be for me, which, thank God for the new OIS update, because I could totally delete that message now. Wait, is that up now? You can do it now? Um, My phone, like, randomly said, I'm guessing, or maybe not. I don't know. My phone updated last night, so I'm like wondering if that's hmm. a thing. Interesting. We we I shall mean, see. I mean, let me click on your. That's thing. something we don't need to do on air. No, let's <laughs> cut that. Not working. Okay, update. It's not. It's not live. <laughs> okay, let's cut all of this out. Can <laughs> go go. Sometimes you're annoying about that. Sometimes it's, it doesn't need to be cut out. Sometimes it's like totally fine that we go off. No, track. there's it's too like much. It's like you, you don't listen to enough podcasts is the issue. I listen to more podcasts with you and there's like a second of dead space. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't want to listen to this. You know, you're freezing really bad. Your hot spot's probably going to go out. Uh, I feel like it is too. Okay. Let's try to wrap this up. Okay. Um, okay, let's talk about Sonia having the girls over for Sheree's birthday. It was like so it was supposed like, to be a Jamaica it was so trip. half ass. 
I mean, when Drew was calling it Party City, I was like, go off, because it truly was Party City. I'd like it to talk- very much was giving that. Um, I'd like to talk about Sheree's outfit because I fucking was obsessed with it. This full Gucci number. How does Sheree afford this stuff? Is my question. That blazer alone was $3,500. The pants were another, I think, $2,100. That's almost $6,000 for just a blazer and pants. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we know Marlo has her daddies and stuff like that. That's how they she pays for it. Um, but where does Sheree get? Sheree doesn't have a job. But all I want to say is she looked fucking good. She looked fucking incredible. Sheree, Sheree, Sheree. Best, like one of the best glow ups of all time, for sure. She looked so good. And when she oh, told absolutely. you, when she said, you better wish that you look this good at my age, bitch. Red. And when they were talking about I, Drew's hair, was- she... She said, "You, what did she say? Something about getting a rash." She said, "Don't touch her hair; you'll get a rash later." <laughs> you catch that? <laughs> I was cackling at the Kenya shade towards Sonya and her whole party when she was like talking about the dry food, and she was like, "I'm gonna need a, <laughs> I'm gonna need a Tito rum bunch to wash this down." But she said it with like a Jamaican accent. <laughs> also, when she was just like dragging her entire house she was like you know the fake plants get real plants why don't you have like things over the windows what's going on here like that looks cheap also somebody on tiktok said i watch basketball wise i'm a big basketball wise fan um and someone said that sanya just feels like she hasn't been elevated to housewives yet like she should be on basketball wives and i thought hmm maybe and more most importantly they showed like her house like that whole home scene and like the decor just felt very like maybe not fully housewives yet. I like her as a housewife though. I are you really a housewife of Atlanta if Kenya hasn't walked into your home and read you for filth? Like I don't I think <laughs> that's a, like a rite of passage. It's a rite of passage for sure at this point. You know, um, but Sheree and Drew fighting, this is like the Sheree that I like live for. This live. is my I mean, Evelyn Sheree. This is her trying to throw the girl. TikTok sound in there. The boo, tomatoes, tomatoes. Nah, I'm throwing tomatoes at you. Boo, tomato, tomato, tomato. And then fucking Drew just gaslighting me like, what are you saying? You're not making any sense. Like, you don't sound coherent. What are you talking about? Also, when they start talking about the girls, the like the trip, like how many housewives are going to utilize like killing two birds with one stone by scheduling a girl's trip during a work trip. Yeah. But this one actually feels like, did you see at the end of the episode, it said like promotional stuff by iFit. So like, no, I didn't. Yeah. It could actually be sponsored by the thing by iFit. Interesting. Cause I mean, most of them are a fraud. I don't know. It's I'm I'm actually really excited for the cast trip because like just based on that preview, it felt like it was giving a little bit like old Atlanta. Uh, ah, like, yeah. I mean, the preview looks good. We're gonna have Marlo and Candy fully going at it. Where Marlo or Candy fully goes Pitbull. Like I'm Mr. Worldwide. Like I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. ready. I'm ready. Also, um, Drew can sing. Happy birthday, Sheree. <laughs> Also, this is the like, in, like the start of the Drew versus Sheree, where I think it's going to go on towards the entire season. And those who at the reunion are going to fucking get low down and dirty. I I'm love. So this is just like you were saying. This is the Sheree I love. Like she was letting Drew have it, and Drew, like honestly, wasn't backing down either. Like she didn't look ridiculous like she did fighting with Sheree at the beginning of the season. She kind of no. was holding her own. 
she was holding her own and it wasn't like as cringe as it's been before. Yeah. Is, is Fatum not going on this trip? Is that who Sheree is Sheree bringing Fatum? No, I think Sheree is bringing Fatum. I thought, I thought Fatum was on it. Well, you know what? No, maybe she's not. Maybe it's just Magneta. Yeah. Magneta brings her husband. I'm and liking Magneta. I'm really liking Magneta too. I, it's too early for her to like have enough of an opinion. I feel like she starts to have an opinion and then she backs down from it. But I think with more time, yeah. I would like to see her next season. So I think with more time, she's going to be more of a voice and get into it. And I think, I know, I feel like in the, there has to be a reason she has confessionals, you know, I think she's going to get more right. later, but I like her. I think she's seeming like a very calm voice of reason who also is not the one to be like, you know, talked about or talked down to. I like right, her. I agree. And she's very pretty, which I we know agree. I like. We know I like pretty. Oh, she's gorgeous. Gorge. Well, that is our Real Housewives of Atlanta recap. And that is our latest episode of It's About Bravo. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we're back. We are going to be having a Patreon episode coming out soon where we are going to be going over some other reality TV shows. So stay tuned for that. Make sure that you subscribe to that. Um, Link is in our bio. You guys know where to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at about underscore Bravo. This week, we didn't really cover Dubai. We're going to dive into that more next week. Obviously, you guys know Caroline got married. That's what's going on in Dubai. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about what we think needs to bring Dubai to the level that the other Housewives cast are at. Because right now, it's like got the foundation for a good cast. It's got We've got the, the, some work to do, though. So we'll get into that next episode. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. And we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.